All right, time for an emergency podcast. The Deadpool and Wolverine trailer is officially out, which actually ties in perfectly to what we have going on over on Friends From Work because next week, doing a bold predictions episode for what's going on in the MCU, which could be, this is some some, uh, material now to choose from. And on Friends From Work Plus, just about to dive into the Fox Universe rewatch in the next couple of weeks, starting with X-Men, One from 2000, which, by the way, Pyro makes an appearance here in the Deadpool trailer with the same line (laughs) that he uses in that series. So welcome, Robbie, your first reactions to the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. I mean, I was so happy with this. Me too. I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, I think I should say as as an initial point, as we get into our X-Men rewatch on the Patreon side of things, I will be the one that's kind of that's more familiar with these movies than Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. However, I am not necessarily a a Deadpool fan. Like I enjoy the movies, but it's not like something where I am super into them and you're super not into them or something. So I wasn't really sure how this trailer would hit, but I think the biggest takeaway for me and what I'm excited to hear your reaction to was just how MCU, the whole thing is, is, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, As you said, I've actually never seen the first two Deadpools, and that's going to be a crazy, fun, anticipated thing that we're doing on the podcast before Deadpool 3 releases, so that'll be a fun journey. Uh, But having never seen those, but being so obsessed with the MCU, totally. (laughs) I did not see the TVA being this integral right away. Now, I don't know anything about what happened in the first two Deadpools, but I didn't expect the first shot to be the TVA showing up, which just gets my mind racing on. We got to talk about this. Is that, is that a Loki run TVA? Is this happening in the past pre Loki God of stories TVA or, or is it a different TVA? It's a new TVA and he's actually being hired by the Loki run TVA to help prune Kangs or something like that. Like he's doing a good thing. Maybe. Yeah. I, I was wondering the same thing. I would have to, I would hope that it's a Loki, that it's at least a post-Loki season two TVA. Although again, as we talked about before, it starts to get really confusing when you talk about pre and post anything when you're talking about the TVA. Since it's outside of time. Sort of out of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although it just doesn't make sense because events occur, right? Like I get it that we're living in sci-fi world, but also things do happen. And so something has to take place before or after a thing happens. But not that this makes us like clairvoyant or anything, but I thought what was really interesting is how I think the last time we talked about Deadpool, maybe in our friendly episode, uh, we talked about how I think this is going to wind up being an opportunity for Marvel to use the like the meta outlet that Deadpool provides kind of poke fun at themselves, poke fun at the narrative that like Marvel's lost a step all while like kind of you're still doing like Deadpool lets you do that safely. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do that, it almost looks like you don't have a sense of humor. So I think that it's good that they're leaning into that, but it's crazy how much they're leaning into that. Yeah. At least in the trailer. Yep. 
Two other things. The last shot of Wolverine got me so going. Oh, gosh, what a cool <laughs> last shot. And actually, I thought the funniest line of the trailer, which is, hey, don't just stand there. Give me a hand. Shing. Okay, never mind. I'm good. Yep, we're good. But I thought that was a cool I, so, way to introduce that with the shadow. And we all know what it is. One, oh, yeah. It was like, and just the glimpse of the Wolverine suit Yep, is... Like, that's one of the smart things where they know how much we're just kind of, at least the the comics or, or cartoon fans are salivating for the the yellow suit. But I was going to ask you, kind of talking about that, that last line, I know you and I have talked a good bit on the show about Ryan Reynolds and where he falls along your spectrum of comedic actors. Like, I, I know that you tend to prefer, <laughs> as as do I, I think for the most part, like a, a drier yeah. performance yeah. that's maybe like a little bit less, uh, like shock humor, I think is the, is the Correct. term you always use. I thought that, I mean, obviously you had the line, the <laughs> yeah. pegging line, which made me laugh out loud. Uh, I thought the delivery kind of across the board in the trailer was really great. Like I found myself laughing more in this trailer than I think I am prone to in any trailer. But I didn't know if that was the same for you or if this is just kind of like confirming your, I'm not sure Ryan Reynolds is for me outlook. Uh, uh, no, uh, he's he's dead middle for me probably. <laughs> if you said the spectrum, mm. uh, if Seth Rogen is one side and like Steve Carell would be the other side or something, <laughs> then then he's dead middle for me. Uh, no, I thought fair, it was fair. I thought it was good. I laughed at a lot of the lines. Uh, if that's going to be the the tone and delivery, I'm in on it. He's not my favorite Ryan. I want Ryan Gosling to make an appearance in the MCU. Mm. Uh, that'll happen at some point, but no, excited about excited about the humor. Again, this whole journey is fresh for me, so the whole thing is new. The last thing I'll yeah. say from the trailer, uh, it's just really fun to have the entire culture be stoked on a movie again in the MCU. People talking about it. Feels like you mm -hmm. were right. It's going to have a separate buzz. And then going back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe part of this, Rob, mm -hmm. we talked about Loki in the TVA, but it seems like right after he says that line about saving the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it cuts to maybe what could be some famous Marvel locations, like maybe mm -hmm. Hulk's bed on Sakaar, potentially, yeah. in Ragnarok. And the Age of Ultron forest scene. Yes. Uh, which I, like, immediately thought... It, it could be something different, but it's interesting that everyone's mind went to that. Uh, I, I I think once we have our, our full episode coming this next week, talking about bold predictions, we'll probably need to get into some more of the Easter eggs here because yeah. there, there are a lot of them, some of which Pyro. I think would require some explanation. Pyro. But Man, Pyro, the <laughs> Fox logo in the void was so fun. Seeing a glimpse of Elioth. Like, I, I think there were like all sorts of comic book references. The like joining of the Deadpool and the MCU, both like e Easter egg wise and just obviously plot wise. I think the biggest thing for me as we're wrapping our kind of Marvel up here, I guess, is just. I've been I've been thinking over the last few weeks and months about what a a watch order would look like 
for people that have fallen off to some degree. Oh, either in phase four or phase five and trying to find those projects that really carry a through line. Because again, and that's not me saying, oh, let's get rid of the the ones that aren't good. Because there are a lot of really great ones that I don't think follow that through line. Like, for instance, I'm a big fan of Love and Thunder. I don't think that Love and Thunder follows a, a, a through line that would help people kind of get a hook into the overarching narrative. Sure. So I think that what's interesting to me here is you're looking at the, like both seasons of Loki have been really well received. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that this is creating that, like if you watched Loki season two and you enjoyed it, which I think was the case for a lot of Marvel fans, but also for some people that are like not as necessarily caught up on everything else. It, I think it's a really good call to make this something that can serve as almost a sequel hmm. to that series, even if it's not like, I'm sure that's not the entire movie, but just as kind of like a jumping on point for people. That feels like a really smart decision. That's for sure the vehicle, though. And I think solving that one question that we started this episode with, what version of the TVA is this, is going to matter a ton to the plot. Because like I mm-hmm. said, is this a TVA that's, There's so many questions that we're going to have to get into. Uh, Is he like under arrest under the old TVA because he's breaking some timeline rule? Is this the new TVA and he's actually on a sacred mission? In which case, does he have to go back to those famous scenes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Or are they just using that to prove a point? And that's how he's going to end up actually attacking the Fox verse and why the Marvel cinematic universe is maybe the only sacred timeline that matters and not the other one. Like there are so many questions to dive into just from a one minute clip here on that. But yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I think it's a perfect segue into our uh, bold predictions episode because of all those things. These are things you can make Mm -hmm. a prediction on and we can follow up on in a little bit. I am just, I'm so excited about it. I, it, 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 it like does, just the clips of like Chris Evans as Captain America yeah. on the TV screen and seeing Age like, of Ultron such again a layup. for us. Age of Ultron. But you know, it's like I I do think like this. It I have to imagine a lot of this. They're pulling kind of an end game where we're seeing things from the first half of the of the movie and seeing very little from the back half, yeah. which I like. Uh, but it just looks like it's going to be so fun in a way that like really only no way home has been mm. but almost like a combining of of that kind of fun with like the the end game like if they are doing a tour through different things and, and also like having the Ryan Reynolds commentary through that i think it just has the makings for being a like a, a really special moment in the MCU, which is always a fun thing to be saying when a new project is coming out. I'm stoked too. Thanks for listening. This is a great time to jump on the friends from work bandwagon. We're going to be going through the X-Men and Fox universe over on friends from work plus, which is our Patreon subscription. And then going to be going through some of phase four and X-Men 97 and other Deadpool related things before Deadpool on the main feed. So we'll see you right back here on friends from work.